0: Hello and welcome to the Squiggly Lives podcast, the show that explores life purpose by taking you on a journey into different people's unique and somewhat squiggly worlds. We're your hosts, Helena and Claire. In this incredibly inspiring episode, we talk with Sean Jella Pierce from Seek Within You. Sean Jella's purpose and mission in life are very clear, to empower you in your role in healing and give you the tools you need to become whole again. And so, in this episode, we talk about the law of attraction, Sean Jella's book, Healing and the Law of Attraction, connecting with your source, the power of meditation, and lots more. This is a very practical episode in that there are lots of things you can start to implement into your life straight away. We hope you enjoy it as much as we did recording it. Welcome, Sean Jella. It's great to have you on our podcast. I love that we chatted eight years ago. Now, when I interviewed you about meditation and health, and it's just really great to see that you're still on the you're on the same path, um, working with law of attraction, health, meditation, qigong. So, to begin with, can you give a little bit more about your background and what your work is all about? Who you work with and, and why? All righty.
1: Well, welcome to all those who are listening to this awesome podcast. My name is Shandela Pierce and I live here in Sedona, Arizona. And my mission is just to help people embrace their spiritual power. And what that means is just coming home to who you truly are as a spiritual being living in a physical body and Living in this creative world, so we're living all living in a creative world, and so owning that power, owning you know your connection to source, owning your spirituality, and when you do that, you understand how you are manifesting all the things you're manifesting in your life, including any disharmony or disease in your in your um, in your being. So you learn how to address those issues, you learn how to create a different reality when you embrace who you are. And so those are the clients who seek me, the, the ones who are, are ready to own it, not giving their power over to someone else, but own it themselves and to start that healing process.
0: And so just for those listening at home, do you offer it's personal coaching and then courses as well? Perhaps you could just describe a little bit about um, what Ah. you (laughs) offer.
1: Yes. Well, I offer spiritual healing retreats here in Sedona. I do offer those for individuals and small groups. I also do workshops, spiritual healing workshops online, as well as in Sedona. In addition to that, I offer a spiritual power program. So it's a four-month group coaching program. And in that group coaching program, we have individual coaching within that. So I'm really phasing out my individual coaching, although I still do that. But I'm putting most of my focus on so I can reach more people.
0: Okay, sounds great. Um, Can you Mm -hmm. talk a little bit more? You mentioned the source. Um, Can you explain that a little bit and we'll go into a bit more detail about it?
1: Okay, so we use the terminology source to just as a generic term, because everyone's connected to, we'll say a higher power, whatever that higher power is for you, whether it be God, whether it be, you know, Yahweh or angels or the universe, whatever that source is for you, that's why we use the word source. And it's not until I engage in my clients and learn what their source is. And then I start speaking to that name for them.
0: I recently read your book, Healing and the Law of Attraction. And Mm -hmm. there's a quote that I've underlined. Um, It's the one that starts, everyone has an idea of what is best for you. There are many experts on the right foods um, to eat, the foods to avoid, um, and so on. And I noticed throughout your book, there's a common thread of that you really try to help people tune in and find out what's best for them. Mm-hmm. And I guess that ties in with what you've just said there about the the source. So it's important for you to use the right word for the right the right person, whatever source means for them. How do you go about on this path when there are so many voices, so much noise out there? (laughs)
1: Where (laughs) exactly start? (laughs) That is is the problem, right? Because we have, really in our society, we have so many egos, right? That uh, we're so ego-centered. We're not spiritually centered. We're not connected to source. We're not listening to that guidance from within. So how do you know where to even start? Cause you're like, oh my God, you know, don't listen to my doctor, don't listen to this teacher, this guru, this and that, you know, where do I go? And so what we do, when I say we, I'm talking about me and my, my, um, my spiritual guides that I work with, we just help you to connect to your, your guides, you know, that inner voice that's going to guide you. And a lot of that entails meditating. So you meditate so you can start to hear guidance more clearly. And quite simply, just asking for it, right? Many people just don't even know, don't even think to ask. (laughs) You ask for it, and then you start seeing signs from source, you know. Because in the beginning, it's harder for source to communicate with you, like we can call it a a direct download, like speaking to you internally, so you can hear it because there's so many voices within you. And so, so in the beginning, the communication is more like it, it might be something someone says, or it might be something you read in a book, or it might be, you know, something you see on TV, whatever it may be, assuming you're watching TV, hope you're not. Um, anyhow, <laughs> um, the, the communication is more external in the beginning. And then as you, you know, you learn to quiet your mind more, as you work more with your source, as you build that rapport, then you understand how how you're being guided to do what you need to do for your particular healing.
0: So if this comes across (laughs) wrong, because I am a big, um, I would uh, deem myself quite connected to a sort of spiritual side of things and to seeing Uh signs. I'm a big one for seeing signs and sort of reading into them and trying Uh to connect with that. But I have also in the back of my head, I was brought up in such um, um, a sceptical scientific background that then I hear this, probably my father, if he's listening in my head, (laughs) telling me that's not a sign, that's just coincidence, like, that's, what are you talking Mm -hmm. about, all this, like, but have you got any advice for that side of things as well, and for those uh, voices of (laughs) scepticism? (laughs)
1: is really um, taking on the journey and really immersing yourself, really saying that, okay, I'm going to own this. I'm going to own my power. And I'm going to work every day to get to the point where I know myself that I'm receiving these signs, this guidance from within, right? And the deeper you get, the more deeper the connection from source. So they don't have to always communicate. You don't always have to try to decipher, right? it'll you'll just know right because you're working it's like you're in school you're learning how to communicate with your source and how to be guided from within yeah I understand I understand I totally understand the scientific background because that's where I come from scientific you know I was a scientist and to kind of you know learn to shut off the ego and be like no this you know the science part is really mostly from a society that you know basically acts as if we're just machines here on this earth right like we randomly placed here in this you know there was just a random explosion of the universe all these things and we're machines and so you know if something's broke what do you do you um you either cut it off right because it's not breaking (laughs) not working right right you try a little tweak here tweak there but there's no connection to the spirituality that we are the spiritual beings the spiritual essence they're just like that disconnect they just they just don't touch upon that and so you can never truly know the answer when you're working only from one perspective when you're not looking at the whole
0: do you want to say a Um, little bit more about your your journey from your sign, your original was it biology you originally studied, yes. your journey from studying biology and coming from a more scientific background to where you are now.
1: Let's see. Well, it probably started when I was younger, but because <laughs> I never really liked going to doctors and things like that. And, but I, anyway, I still chose to be a scientist, right? I just, I still love that aspect of it, that logical aspect of it. But it wasn't until I started getting sick, my health started becoming compromised. And, you know, I went the traditional route and they gave me a diagnosis that was basically, you know, you're just basically going to get worse until you die. <laughs> there was no cure. And then just in my, so i was, i just could not accept that as no this cannot be this is not how i view myself this just feels wrong mm-hmm. and so i just i searched for answers and you know i found i was i was led to i went to naturopathic medical school and in there you know i went to a teacher who um who helped me with my um quote unquote chronic disease and during that whole process, right, I'm I'm like, wow, this is pretty amazing. First of all, I can heal myself, which is what I always known or thought I could do. But even within that realm, even within the naturopathic medical realm, it became obvious to me that there were still tons of choices. So had I gone to some other teacher or whatever, they would have given me some other different advice. And Just in that in itself, I started asking questions. I'm like, my goodness gracious, would God have made it (laughs) this complicated? You know, if that's the case, I mean, the joke's on us, you know, do I have to like, you know, how do I get to the right person I need to get to if there's all these choices out here? This just doesn't make sense. This is way too freaking complicated. And then that's when I really started the conversation with God, you know, my, you know, conversation, we'll, we'll just say source here. And I'm like, come on, dude, just explain it to me. <laughs> I'm not understanding this. And then I was led to a lot of traction. And then, conversation with God, book one by Neil Diamond, uh, Donald Walsh. I love that book. And and then it all started clicking. It all started making sense It start everything that I knew as a child that I had basically been trained out of, you know, in the scientific world is just like, oh, wow. Yes, I knew that as a child. I always felt that. Yes, I know this. <laughs> and so I was just inspired by Source to... This is my now this is my my path, right? Is is to teach others. So as a naturopathic doctor, when you're in that realm, people look at you as you're the source of the information, right? Like you're you're still in that role of being the person who has the power over your health. And I was like, oh, this is not what I meant to do. I meant to empower people that they know what to do for themselves, how to get their own you know, cure, right? Let's break this paradigm of the doctor's knows best. No, you're your own doctor. You have to understand your body's been giving you signs for ages, but you're not listening, right? I didn't listen because I didn't know, right? I wasn't taught that. And, but when you know that, when you're empowered with that, then you can, you know, naturally heal yourself because we all have the power within us to do it. Yeah. So here we go. I'm 10 years later.
0: (laughs) I'm still doing it. Um, you mentioned the law of attraction as well. Um, could you, for those listening who aren't so aware of, um, you know, uh, familiar with it, could you explain a little bit more about the law of attraction? Okay.
1: Well, I mentioned the law of attraction because as part of embracing your spiritual power, you have to understand how to master this creative world. And that's what we call, you know, that's how we package this creative world in the term law of attraction. And it is basically uh, just principles that outline how you are creating your reality. You know, unconsciously, most of us are doing it unconsciously until we're aware, you know, who would, you know, manifest a disease in their body, who would manifest all this chaos, all this whatever. But we do it because we don't understand how we're creating our reality. And the principle is basically, well, it's it's multifaceted, but I guess a, a good way to say it. Is that like attracts lights, like vibrational energy, whatever vibrational energy you're at, you're going to attract that into your life, right? And so if you're attracting all kinds of chaos, fear and all that, then you're a vibrational match to it, right? You're not a victim of it, you're actually a creator of it and learning how you're creating that. Empowers you to create a different reality so you can raise your vibration literally and start attracting more health, you know, more abundance, better relationships, all of these things into your life. So, yeah, that's definitely a part of embracing your spiritual power.
0: In your book, you mentioned the spirit journal. Would you like Uh to say a little bit more about that, like what it is exactly, and how someone might start to incorporate journaling? into their life as a daily practice
1: well spiritual spiritual journaling is important especially in in the beginning as you're learning your communication with your source as you're learning how source communicates with you and so it's important you know to write it down I personally like to I'm I'm the techie I do my spiritual journal now and Evernote (laughs) I don't know if you know Evernote yeah but it's just like a little notepad and it makes it quite easy when I need to research a particular word that I said oh I remember I said this and I could just find it that way but you could do it you know the regular way pen and um pad and you just write down your experiences and you also can use the spiritual journal to ask questions of your source of your guides to to get clarification right and it really just helps to structure your journey so you're not so much guessing <laughs> all the time Whoa, was that really <laughs> from source or whatever you know and it just it, again it just brings more clarity to it and you could think of it as your like your school book right because you think of yourself you're on a um, a journey to relearning reframing your thoughts molding your mind differently to think of yourself more from a spiritual perspective and more from a creative perspective than what you have done before
0: would you say we are all creative? A lot of people might look at creativity and think, oh, I'm not creative, I don't paint or play music. But what you're saying, we live in a creative world, we are all creators, we are all creative. For someone that is new to the law of attraction or new to this idea of creating your reality, maybe things aren't going well for them in, in life. What? Mm-hmm. Where might... They start, especially if you're feeling perhaps a little skeptical or you might be thinking, Oh, this isn't working. Where might someone instantly start from that place?
1: If they're okay, so I'm assuming okay, so they're they don't know about the law of attraction and they want to kind of get a taste of it. I think the kind of the best way really is just to watch the secret, okay. and although, although <laughs> the secret. Or even the way the, the law of attraction is taught in mainstream, we'll say, has less focus on the spiritual aspects of it, right? It's, there, it's more about, you know, how do I get this car? How do I get this house? How do I, all these other things, that's the majority of the focus. But even outside of all that, that's okay, because, you know, it's okay to have the car and all this whatever. Um, but it's really more about getting into alignment with your source still watching the secret kind of gets you motivated like oh wow i can create a different reality because you have all these great speakers and all these other things and that that's very helpful to to motivate someone to do more research right and then after you watch the secret well then talk to your source ask your source now where do i go now you know what's the next step what do, how can i incorporate this into my life okay
0: so i guess uh uh A lot about what we talk about is about purpose and meaning and perhaps, well, some people have that already and some people are trying to attract those things into their life. And law of attraction seems a perfect thing or perfect um, set of uh, tools or spiritual tool bag to use to attract purpose and meaning. Or maybe, yeah, people are just trying to hone in on exactly what they want to do in their life and how they should best spend their time. So from what you're saying, I suppose, is the secret meditation, journaling, um, would those be the core tools that you recommend to start doing to really align yourself with your purpose? Or maybe... And then um, in that case, is purpose a singular thing? Or perhaps we have multiple things. It's (laughs) an open-ended question.
1: (laughs) I would say the really the tools to aligning with your purpose is really surrendering to the voice within, to your source, right? Letting go of what you think you know about what your purpose is. And asking source what that is for you to show you to guide you what that source what that what is your purpose. Right. And then once you do that, then you can continue the conversation with source to help you give you the courage to even fulfill that, because it takes courage to follow your purpose. Right. As for many people, because, you know, we want to stay in the old paradigm of, you know, you have this nine to five job or whatever that may be for you. Regardless of whether you like it or not, you know, but it pays bills, da, da, da this and that, and then but you your soul doesn't feel fulfilled. And you know there's something else out there for you, but you just you don't know what it is first. Second, you don't have the courage to do it. So I encourage people to ask to go within to to ask what that question is. And if you need guidance with that, if that's just like too woo-woo for you, like, why do I do that? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> then there are tons of teachers out there, you know, I being one of them, who can help you with that, right? Who can help you, give you a little bit more structure to your spiritual journey. I, I don't necessarily um, think, you know, like just, you know, meditation, the law of learning, the law of attraction, and and the journaling are like the three core Uh, Because it's going to be different for for everyone. Of course, we say yes, meditate. Everyone meditate, of course, of course, of course. But that may just be too vague in the beginning for someone who started in their journey. That could be maybe step four for someone, step seven for another person, whatever. Because everyone's path is different. Uh, So seek guidance either from your own source, you know. Going within and trusting that you'll get the right answer, or going with someone who can help you with that.
0: What would you say to somebody? I'm almost thinking about myself here <laughs> that that has multiple interests or throughout a different stages. Y- you might think, "Oh, this is my purpose," and you're genuinely really passionate about this thing. And, but uh-huh. then maybe several years later, you get passionate about something else. So my question is, do you think we all have one true purpose or calling? Or are there some people that may switch and turn and have multiple callings? Or is that just being lazy? Is that not <laughs> trusting <laughs> that that true purpose is I, there?
1: <laughs> I think we have one calling. However, how we express that calling can manifest itself in many ways. Mm,
0: Okay. Can you say a bit more about that? Yeah.
1: Well, that could be like, say, you know, um, my calling is to help empower people. Well, that's, you know, very generic. It's like a vision. (laughs) Well, how do I manifest that? What does that mean? You know, and so that can manifest itself in many ways. And so I, you know, just learning to surrendering. To, you know, my source to guide me on how to fulfill that based on my desires and what I am. That's what I do. Right. And so in the beginning, I had a different idea of what I thought that would mean. But that's because my ego was in there. Like, oh, this is how I wanted to be this. I wanted to nah, nah, nah. and you know, my source is like, okay, whatever. <laughs> in time, as you connect to us more deeply, you shall see. <laughs> and so in time, I did. In time, it, you know, it, it became clear to me like, oh, okay. Well, that that was my ego right there. Okay, I'm going to surrender. I surrender and just show me how this is going to manifest itself. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was just going to ask, when you talk about ego, is that more in the spiritual sense of the sort of um, the um, what we term as I or myself, or is it in the, term, um, in the sense of um, a lot of people when they hear ego, they think of an arrogance of a boshiness kind of thing, that's my ego getting in the way, but perhaps you mean it in a slightly different way.
1: Mm, I mean more just that which is not connected to sports. that which is not coming from the true genuine person who you are is the, the one the logical mind that thinks it knows everything It's you know, I know what's best for me, I know what's best for you. <laughs> that ego <laughs> how do you want to you Go know there. describe that yeah <laughs> right. right yeah we, we 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 know that person it's just <laughs> learning <laughs> to surrender and it's not like the ego will ever be gone I mean, you know that's not really the the whole point of this it's more just learning to align yourself more and more and more with your source so that you know what you say what you do it just it just flows from a genuine place of love you know genuine place of that connection to source
0: yeah it's funny my question was also about ego too (laughs) um (laughs) my was about because I I definitely can see if I'm Trying to attract something in my life, I I can definitely feel this this very like impatience almost. Like, uh-huh. oh, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Uh-huh. Maybe it's yep. this. And it's like my I can. There's something there. My ego trying to grasp on to yeah to what the answer is. Um, and you talk about surrender, and that we can never get rid of the ego, but it's about surrendering the ego, recognizing it's there. How do you do that? Where do you start? How do you go about quietly <laughs> through practice?
1: <Yeah. laughs> through practice, it's, that's that's part of the spiritual journey. We have some, you know, tools in place that we use. You know, of course, there's a multitude of tools, but you know, one of them is like telling a different story, and it really is just another way of saying affirmations. Except, is more from we like to say more vibrational. So it's like you start at a story that's more believable to you. You don't jump to, I am, you know, God, I am the creator of the world or (laughs) I am peace. I'm love all these things. You don't jump to that. You start at a a statements that are resonate with you better. And then you just continue along with those statements. So like, say you, you're, you're, you're noticing that your ego is in the way, you uh, uh one statement you can say every day could be every day I surrender more to source and from my guidance from within every day. You know, so you're putting your focus on what you want to manifest in your life. That's definitely one way to do another way, you know, like say you meditate every day, right? Because I know you are, and so every day before you meditate, <laughs> you can set that intent, right? That thank you for um Thank you, God, source, whatever, you know, whatever that word is for you for helping me to surrender to you more. Right. And so that's your intent and that's what you set up set forth in your meditations. So again, there's multitude of ways to do it, just depends on where you are in your spiritual journey.
0: To just talk about meditation a little bit more. I think there will probably plenty of people here, um, maybe i are just starting out with meditation or I've never tried it before um, and have not really a clue where to start with it. Um, have you got any tips um, for just starting off? And some people might just be like, how do I meditate in the first place? What am I trying to do? What am I focusing on? What's the, <laughs> you know, how do I, where do I go with this? Yeah, um, Maybe give some tips.
1: Okay. Well, First is it's is going to be important to find the right meditation for you because there's tons of meditations and you want to find the right one for you. I do have a, a webinar that I did. Uh you can find that on my YouTube channel under Secret within you that talks about finding the right, right meditation for you. So, so that would be important. And then I would say the tip I would give is just to continue on doing it and surrender to well, let, let me rephrase. Let me let me say that when people start meditating, they think that they can't do it right. They start meditating. They quiet, you know, they close their eyes and they start, let's say, focusing on their breath. And all of a sudden, they see all these thoughts. you are like, "Oh my God, these thoughts, ah, I can't quiet my mind. I can't meditate." But you can. It's just a it's just a practice, right? What you're be, what you're when you're experiencing all this chaos in your mind, you're just becoming aware of all this noise, right? This is what's happening in your mind. Surrender to it, okay? This is you, you know? Don't negate that this is you, like it's someone else. This is someone else's, this is you. This is the reality you have created. So let's create a reality where there's a quiet mind. So just continue to practice, focusing on whatever your focus is, whether it's breathing, whether it's a mantra, you know, whether it's a moving meditation, whatever that is. And then over time, you will train yourself to quiet your mind. For those who like the scientific explanation, you know, you retrain your neurons to fire differently, right? To to connect to different um, other neurons that are, say, the quiet neurons. (laughs) And then you just, it becomes that, right? So you've unconsciously trained yourself to have all this chaos in your mind. Now let's consciously create a different reality.
0: Great. That's yeah, that's really useful. And we'll put a link, um, perhaps to that YouTube talk um, with our show notes as well for those listening. Um, Because I think as we were saying before, there's so many options there's so many voices in our society there's so much information (laughs) even just settling on the type of meditation or the meditation technique that you want to try and practice is a whole thing in itself um and I guess
1: (laughs) 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 our side is crazy we have so we're so disconnected from who we are and you know we're just trying to basically everyone's technique is the best right oh mine's the best oh this is you know it's like good gracious (laughs) no wonder people are just like screw it i'm not gonna do anything but don't do that (laughs) there's hope go to your source
0: so the the beginning you mentioned and certainly in the book the physical and the non-physical and how certainly in the secret Mm -hmm. you know you get to almost treat it like a shopping list of things that you want to attract but you know really we can kind of go deeper than that and get in tune with as you said who we actually are beyond the Mm -hmm. physical things in life I guess this question is more around identity and and how it could it could be quite uncomfortable for people to maybe let go of the fact that they are a man or a woman that has this particular job and these likes and these dislikes, this position, this, all these, I I guess, things that you can label. How can we get out of our own way, essentially, (laughs) or beyond those labels and identities that we've put on ourselves?
1: Well, you have to first want to, right? Not everyone's ready to... Get out of the matrix, per se, right? Most people, you know, <laughs> it's okay to stay there. It's generally not until like trauma that people start searching and start wanting more, right? Like for me, it was basically my illness, my ailment that caused me to search for more. And in these day and ages, it's, just, you know, all this fear and all this, you know, chaos that's happening is causing people to want more so all right, now you're outside of your comfort zone. Now I want more. So you gotta want more. That's step one. <laughs> and then you have to ask for it, right? You have to ask and allow it to come. I know that's the same like answers I'm giving, but it's really like starting the journey. Picking if you need help, if you need assistance, there's plenty plenty of guides to help you, plenty of, you know, coaches out there, plenty of people who will you know, kind of points you in the right direction, but really the, the essential part is you connecting to your source so that you know where, you know, where to be guided, right? Okay. So let let me give an example for me. Like I discussed before, my communication was more like from the external. Okay. So read this book, do this, whatever. Then the guidance started, I started hearing like, oh, Oh, this is what I need to do. Oh, okay. Well, I know this. da 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 All right. Well, well, thank you. You know, like it became more intimate for me, right? It became more intimate. And then Source is not going to inundate you with like 20 things to do at once, right? Because they know you can't keep up with it. So, you know, let's say in January, I'm ready to deal with this aspect of my emotions that need to be dealt with. And then, you know, by March or April, now there's this. Oh, I didn't even know that was existed in me. Oh, good Lord. Now I got to deal with this. <laughs> okay. But now I'm ready because, you know, I got my little, you know, my little coach here, my little spiritual coach <laughs> that's helping me to to move along in that direction. And that's when you truly own your power, when you can, you know, start working with your source so that you have that communication and so that you know what to do for you when it's time to do it for you because generally the problem is with people especially when they're on the spiritual journey they like to consume everything right they're like oh i'm gonna consume this i'm gonna consume this i'm gonna go here i'm gonna there i'm there and then you just even more confused you're like oh crap now i don't really even know what to do <laughs> now i got 20 things on my list to do and i'm totally confused now i just don't know what to do um just start simple. That's what we keep coming back to. Just start with asking source. You know, if there's one thing I can say, you can just say, ask your source. What is the first thing I need to do in order to, let's say, heal? And then write it in your journal. Let it go, right? You can set a reminder for yourself, say, in a couple weeks to come back to that question in your journal, right? And you may have already received your answer by this. Or as a reminder comes up, you may, um, the answer just may come to you right away. Okay. And so that's the start. Just it's the first thing I need to do in order to blah, 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 whether it's heal, in order to start my spiritual journey, you know, whatever that question is, what's the first thing I need to do, then let it go and then let it come to you. Right. Be patient. Don't, don't try to like do too many things at once. That's because that's what we try to do. We're like, ah.
0: I want it now. <laughs> yeah. I wondered if you could say a little bit more um about the dichotomy or also how they can work together of um science and spirituality. Because I know you come from a scientific background, as you were saying. Um, but then a quite we're using the word spiritual quite a lot and connecting with your spirituality. And I mean, I'm a big believer that they're not separate things that they can fit together um, and go very well together. And so I just wondered if you could talk a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, they science and spirituality definitely can go together. However, that's not my mission. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> my mission doesn't involve that. And more involves just like really surrendering to it all so I can realize my true potential, my true power. I, for me, I have little to no interest in the science part right now. Not at this phase of my journey, right? But there's plenty of teachers who do. But like, for me, that's limiting. Cause you could never know your, the true depth of who you are through the mind, through your brain. It just, it's not possible. It's, we don't even have the words to describe your true spiritual power. And so when you, try, you know, when you're trying to limit, you know, your perspective, because that's what we want to do in a scientific mind. We want to explain, you know, we want to understand it in our mind first before we let go, <laughs> before we surrender. And what we're teaching you to do is to surrender. <laughs> and then the answers will come to you. It's, it's having that trust in that faith. So that's, that's the difference between what I do and what others do. And that's okay. That's why there's different teachers out there for different people, right? If you're not ready for this, oh my god, I just surrendered to everything. That's beautiful. That's perfect. You know, there's tons of teachers out there who are willing to engage you where you're at, and or you, you know, again, go to your first ask the questions. You'll be guided to the, you know, the right person who has to, you know, that kind of verbiage, that language that fits you and your and where you're at.
0: I think that's uh, such great advice as well because. I mean, there are so many people who might come from such um, a science background and just not even know where to start. But sort of Mm -hmm. you have to you can let that um, side down. You can surrender that side without obviously giving it up completely, but just surrendering. So another source Mm -hmm. of information can come in. Um, And I think that's a great, a great place to start for those people. Yeah,
1: one of my, I was set to give this one, I love this quote from the conversations with God, book one, you know, God can't tell you God's truth until you stop telling God's yours, right? When you're constantly like, oh, I this is how the world works, blah, 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 and God's like, okay, <laughs> all right, fine, whatever that's your truth but god can't hear you guys truth until you stop telling god's yours you can't hear the truth if you think you've already heard it (laughs) you can't see it if you think you already saw it i mean it's it's just that simple you know we're not saying forever let go of the scientific mind what we're saying is at this point you know you're so heavily um structured on this side let it go for a little bit and try to develop the other
0: side and then you'll know
1: you'll know how to mix the two
0: together having that openness to well be open to to anything really
1: yep yeah being open to um yeah this creative world and one thing we wanted to make sure you know whether or not this is in your belief system This this is how we, you know, we frame it. We are in a creative world. So every aspect of your life, you, you are creating, you're creating. In fact, now I'm here with you right now, we manifested this, we co-created this, right? Everything that's happening is co-creation. It's not, generally when people think about the law of attraction, they only think about what I consciously manifest. Like, oh, I'm going to consciously manifest. Well, you know what? When you woke up this morning, you manifested that. When you had dinner, you manifested. Everything is a creative process. This whole world is creative right what you want to try to do is master it so that you can consciously create a different reality than what you have so done so far
0: i would like to ask before we move on to the quick fire questions um how might people work with you um, would you like to say a little bit more about any upcoming workshops or um, events that you have yes well i Well, first, you can visit me on my site,
1: seekwithinyou.com. I'm sure they'll have a link for it in the description here. We, you know, like I said, we offer spiritual healing workshops. We have one coming up in November. It's called Spiritual Mastery in a Creative World. (laughs) It's It's the first workshop in a series. So we have a series of three. The second workshop would be... New stories for healing. It's about changing your stories, right? Because we keep telling the same stories and it's not serving us. How do we shift those stories so that we start creating a different reality? And the third one is grounded in feelings. It's about really getting grounded in your essence really understanding your communication from your source because the most intimate one that they give you are feelings and most people are so disconnected from their feelings from being grounded in their body because they're always in their head always thinking always that that they're not understanding the communication that their source is giving to them so it's like a basic (laughs) one-on-one how do I recognize these feelings and how do I deal with them and how do I? Because these fields are going to tell you when you're in alignment and when you're out of alignment with who you are and what you're creating, what you're manifesting. It's a basic, simple, uh, you know, steps here. And then from there, you become, you just like really superpower. You're really, you know, empowered to know how to create a different reality for yourself. We also have in, in January, we have our spiritual power program that's starting it's a four month program where you get to, you know, work with me in a group setting as well as private settings. There's workshops in the spiritual power program. There's retreats in the spiritual power program. It's just like a really all inclusive, everything gone in there. And we're going to tweak out within there. You're not going to use everything in the in the program, but we're going to help you to maneuver your way through that so you know what's best for you. So that's how you can work with me. Of course, you can come to Sedona, Arizona. Yay.
0: Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. So those are online and in person, those offerings. Yeah, except,
1: except for the retreat, you know. Of course, you got to be of here course. for that. <laughs>
0: <Of course. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'll be checking all of those out for sure. Um, so we'll start with the quick fire questions. Um, and our first one is, in one word, what does the phrase finding your purpose mean to you alignment what is the one book that you would love to share with as many people as possible well i was going to say my book of
1: course (laughs) healing love traction but another book outside of mine would be conversations with god book one
0: um and our next question is how would you like to be remembered
1: I would like to be remembered as a person to help others empower themselves to be, we can say, the their own doctor, the doctor of the future, right? Not as a guru, but as a person who's helping you to embrace your spiritual power.
0: If you had to give someone one piece of advice or quotes about finding your purpose, what would this be?
1: I would say connect to your source, really connect to your source to get guidance on really what is your mission and what is your purpose here and then continue that journey of working with your source in order to manifest that you know work with your source to give you the courage to do it working with your source to giving you the the tools that you need to do it you know work just this constant reciprocal relationship that you have with your source you're asking you're listening you're following you're asking you're listening you're following you know there's a two-way conversation with your source so I would say that just develop that communication and that's going to help you find your purpose
0: fantastic thank you so much for coming on really really appreciate that I'm going to write out my question um and I'll reflect on it again in two weeks time (laughs) Hi. yeah thank you i'm gonna do the same and um yeah i feel like our conversation came at a very um apt time for what i'm going to personally as well and um yeah it's all for a reason i'm sure
1: yeah so exactly you. <laughs> you're welcome you're so welcome and thank you again for having me on your show it is a
0: blessing thanks for listening to the squiggly lives podcasts with your hosts helena and claire Head over to our website squigglylives.com to subscribe and hear more shows. That's all for this episode. See you next time.